There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Yesterday, I was chatting with Brendan Kilkenny. Brendan's a, an entertainer, or at least he was, and he worked in an office one time with nearly 400 people, and then he retired, and he found that the most entertainment he had was playing around a pitch and put, walking around on his own, and Brendan suffered from loneliness after retiring for quite a number of months, nearly two and a half, nearly three years. He felt desperately lonely, and this is a guy who went through his life as the life and soul of the party. He was an entertainer, he was a DJ, he appeared on radio, and any time there was an event at work, he was the one asked to front it up. But then it all ended, and Brendan found himself very lonely, and now Brendan has made his his life work to help people to get over that loneliness problem like he has managed to get over his. We had a long chat, which you'll find on our podcast if you want to look for that. But one of the most important things he said was, a lot of it begins with you. The solution begins with you. There are many things you can do, but you've got to do them yourself. No one's going to do them for you. No one's going to come banging on your front door and say, come here, I hear you're lonely. Let's sort this out. No one's going to do that for you. And that's the first fact that you have to accept. Listening to us in, oh, one of the most beautiful places I have ever been in my life. Listening to us in Bilbao, Spain, was John. Morning, John. Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me on the show. Delighted, delighted. And as I said, Bilbao, one of the most beautiful places I have ever seen. We'll talk more about that in a little while. But you were listening to Brendan and you identified with him. I did, because I've moved around quite a a lot. I'm originally from Cork, but I'm gone from Cork now 37 years. So I've moved around a good bit. And it it does start with yourself. You're the only one that's going to be able to make friends. Um, You need to get yourself out there. Yeah. You originally so, had a pub, what, didn't you, in Torremolinas, did you? I did. I did for 15 years, so obviously knew a lot of people, but as far as close friends go, it's difficult to find, uh, especially in a transient place like Torremolinas. Um, but I, I found that if you, every time I moved, I'd pick a cafe near me, I'd go there every day at the same time, and you meet the same people. Mm. And eventually people talk to you. When did the loneliness kick in, John? Was it... While you were in Tarmelina's running a busy pub, or was it when you got out of that business and moved on? No, I would say it was when I left originally, because I left when I was, what, 20, moved to England, knew no one, um, and had to start. Uh, I was in England about 14 years, 
Um, and again, very hard to make good friends in England, I'm afraid. Um, and then when I moved to Spain, again, I knew no one. So you had to, it, it gets lonely. You miss your family, uh, even though it was my choice to leave, I suppose. But uh, you, I, and I need a network of people around me. I find for emotional support. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you just have to get out there. Yeah. Like, were you sitting in your apartment sort of feeling very alone uh, in the world at one point or other? As, as quite a lot of times, because I, I also suffer badly from bipolar. So okay. it's, you know, it's a killing situation where you can't leave the apartment. But eventually, once things are good, you get out there. And that's why I need the, the emotional support around me. Because you have good and bad times. Mm-hmm. Now, the first step is the hardest step to take. And it's very easy yep. for me, who thankfully in my life I've never suffered from loneliness, but right. it's very easy for me to say, well, the first step is yours to make. And Brendan has made that step and can look at it now and say, the first step is yours to make. But bring me back to the point where you're trying to make it. Take us into that moment. Well, if, you're, if you, you go out, you probably feel a bit stupid. Because you're thinking, well, you know, no one knows me here. I'm sitting down. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on my own. Um, but again, if you if you take a book with you, so that you're never alone if you have a book, I find. And people will talk to you about the book you're reading. Uh, if they see you reading it or just pass the time of day. I mean, when I walk down the street here, I say hello to everyone. And beginning, people don't say hello back, but then they do. Uh, eventually, it's like wearing them down. <laughs> But people, people are genuinely friendly and interested in other people. Mm-hmm. I suppose in Cork we call it being nosy, but it's just an interest in life with people. Mm-hmm. So people will talk to you. So get out, find a cafe. I'll go there at the same time every day. If eventually people talk to you. Another one is if you're able to have a dog, you're known within a week if you walk a dog around because people talk to people with dogs. Uh, they'll probably know the name of your dog before they know your name, but you just chat, chat to people about yeah. anything. Yeah, it doesn't there's, really matter. There's a thing about the dog, you know. Uh, I was yeah. in West Cork there during the summer. We'd stopped yeah. off in this place for a spot of lunch, uh, and there was a, an old man. Uh, he was probably in his seventies, I'd say, by estimating, as he's sitting there with a sandwich and a cup of tea, and this scraggy raggy little dog, <laughs> right, with one paw up on his knee, and every so often, he'd take a piece of sandwich and just give it to the dog. Do you know? You see? And, and I said I, to I him, mean, I looked, and it was a, like a little, a little ragamuffin of a thing now, but he had beautiful <laughs> eyes, you know? And I said to him, man, I said, God, I said, that's your best friend there. And he looked at me and he goes, yep. only one I have left. Well, unfortunately, it's true, but again, you started talking to him. Yes. It, it opened the conversation, which was, you know, if you were there again and he was there, you talked to him again. Yes. And probably more in depth. Yes. So, um, and also when you're talking to people, a lot of people, when they talk, they're very guarded about themselves. I think if someone's um, telling you about them, then you should return the favor and tell them about yourself. Yes. yes. And not be guarded about it. Um, no one's trying to do anything nasty to you. Let's put it that way. Yes, there's, I think when you're lonely as well, John, you'll agree or disagree with me mm. here. There's yeah. a, there's a temptation to distrust the world, and that just digs yes. you deeper into it. It does because if if you see somebody who's sitting on their own, I automatically will talk to people unless 
they're not, uh, don't have a smile or anything. I mean, you will engage with somebody who smiles at you. Whereas somebody who frowns at you, you're not going to engage. Because yeah. you don't want the negativity around you. Yeah. So it, it, as I said, as he said uh, yesterday, it's basically the first step. It's the hardest step. And you may feel a bit foolish doing it. But once you've it done, it just becomes easy after that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. There's a, there's a nice twist in it as well where you say the same time and the same place. Yes, because then it's usually the same people go at the same time every day. People have a routine. So you're going to see the same faces and they're going to see you. So eventually someone will say hello and as you're saying hello to them and you'll end up passing the time of day. A couple of days later, someone might say, sit down there or whatever and you can start a conversation. Now, that's where you started in Bilbao. Now, I think you're having friends over for dinner. That's a complete turnaround on Christmas Day. Uh, we're having them. <laughs> We've been invited to about three or four uh, Christmas dinners. Uh, here, of course, it's not Christmas Day. It's Christmas Eve. Yes. Is, uh, is when they all have their party. Uh, so it's now to pick which one. <laughs> to make life Isn't that better. fantastic? Exactly, because my partner doesn't really socialize a lot. Uh, whereas I do. Um, so it, it just makes life so much easier. Uh, getting out and about, meeting people, talking to people. I love finding out about different cultures yes. and the way they work and etc. Now, of course, you need to learn the language if you're living in any country mm-hmm. to make life easier. Mm. So it's a necessity. How is your Spanish? Um, it's good. Uh, I, we live about 10 minutes outside Bilbao and there's nobody here speaks English. We're in a village. Uh, I learned it on the street, yeah. but I'm I'm well understood, uh, and that's all that's all I want. Do you I know? Be, want to be be, be, I mentioned to you that Bilbao is one of the most gorgeous places I've ever seen. But before mm-hmm. we talk a little bit about that, there's a thing about the Spanish, and I've never been able to understand it. And I love I I love them. I go on holidays there every single year. Have you ever noticed this right. way? They have an amazing way of talking to each other. Someone will be standing at the front of a shop, and is yep. talking, not looking at the person they're talking to. 
but the person knows yep. exactly what they're saying. They have this way. It's almost like they can <laughs> communicate mentally. It's like a homing in, homing yeah. in on one other. Uh, and then, of course, and loudly. Yes. Uh, which is great fun. I mean, the minute you walk into a Spanish cafe, there isn't any background music, maybe, but the noise level is horrendous. <laughs> and that's just everyone having a chat. He who speaks loudest gets heard. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? So, <laughs> how long are you in Bilbao now? Um, we're here three years. I'm full-time here probably a year now. I did move up here a couple of years ago, but I didn't like it. Nice. Uh, I didn't like the living uh, conditions we were in, etc. And then I came back and I thought, I'm going to make a go of this. And it worked out brilliant. Fantastic. So, just over a year now, I think. What's yeah, life? What's, you're about 10 minutes outside. What's life like? Uh, lovely. Uh, I Luckily, I retired about four years ago. So my day would consist, I'm an early riser, so mm -hmm. up in the morning, do a few chores, then it's out definitely for coffee before half nine, ten o'clock, and then it's probably meeting somebody in the afternoon mm. for a chat or maybe a glass of wine uh, at one twenty a glass, not bad. Oh, don't start, uh, don't start. <laughs> it's about 8.50 a pop now here, you know that, don't you? I know, I know, because I do go over and back down the good bit to, uh, to my parents. They're still in Cork. Uh, they used to come to us for many, many years, for about three or four months of the year. Really? Yeah. But now they're not traveling anymore. So yeah. uh, I, I, go, I go the other way. But And then every day, I, people said when I retired, especially after having a pub, that I'd never fit in. You know, I'd be lonely and lost and everything. There isn't enough hours in the day. That's just, fantastic. It, yeah. It just, it's best friend. Um, and my partner works a lot, so which means that's why I... I head out and have my coffee. It doesn't have to be surrounded by alcohol. Um, you just people here, coffee, lunch, a little mm -hmm. tapa here and there. Mm -hmm. It's just a very nice way of life. Siesta culture is is there, isn't it? Yes, yeah. It's just we we do we have a siesta maybe here an hour in the afternoons, mm -hmm. um, and everything shuts up obviously for from about you can't do anything from about two till about five. Mm -hmm. um, shops, etc. But I don't know how much longer the siesta culture will last. Um, That's a It's a bit like doing a, a, a split shift because people used to live near where they work, yes. whereas now they don't. Yeah. So if you've got three hours in the afternoon, you're just hanging around waiting to go back to work if you're maybe an hour away from work. Yes, so uh, something will change, I'd say. They yeah. have talked about it here, but uh, as of yet... Nothing has happened, but I can see it on the cards eventually. Yeah. Uh, which will be a pity because most, it is a much later life here because people, by the time they get home from work at 8 in the evening, they get ready, they have something to eat. It's 10 o'clock before they go out. Yes. Uh, 10, 11. And then bars are open later, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, and there doesn't seem to be the quick drinking culture here. Mm. Everyone just relaxes, has their drinks. And heads home. I've seen um, them going for ice cream at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The prams are out. Everyone's out. Yeah. Um, because you remember, that's, you finished work only a couple of hours earlier. Yes. So, you're, you know, that's your 7 o'clock, if you like, to, to us in Ireland. It's nice. It's nice. Well, you won't be home for the Christmas, will you, John? 
I won't. It has been many years since I have been because um, uh, himself will be working. So he's a nurse, so working okay. all the hours God sends. So I stay here for Christmas. I have a brother in America, in Boston, and he goes for Christmas for a few weeks. And then I head back in early January for about three weeks. Anybody uh, you want to say hello to so who you won't be here for next weekend? Well, I suppose uh, Betty and Sean, my mum and dad. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a sister, Liz, living in the Shannon. My brother in Boston, I'd say, will listen to this eventually, Martin. And a friend of mine who uh, is was here last weekend with me, Deirdre Kremen, uh, just to let her know, uh, we had a ball. And uh, she's missed by everyone in the village. <laughs> As typical Cork style, we spoke to the world. And my last friend is Sarah. I've kept a couple of good friends in Ireland. Uh, and I'm, I'm delighted and wish them all the best. Fantastic. Come here. Depress me. What's the weather like today? Well, now you it's okay today. It, it was drizzling and it's 15 degrees, so it's not good. 15, uh, I'll take. John, John, hang on a while now. <laughs> 15, I'll take. I'm looking out. I'm looking out at just skank, right? It's horrible. <laughs> Dirty and manky, and it's trying to rain, and it's struggling to make double figures. So I'll take 15. <laughs> Well, it's been, we've had about three days of this, and I'm considering going down south for a few days to <laughs> get a bit of sunshine. <laughs> You're very acclimatised at this stage. John, have a oh, yeah. wonderful... Feliz Navidad, as they say in the... Igualmente. <laughs> and have a fabulous Christmas, and to all... And keep the show going. Love listening to us. And delighted that you do. That's John in, in Bilbao, just outside Bilbao in Spain. Corks 96 FM.